We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Today, I want to introduce you to Andrew. Andrew is a friend of mine that I got to meet actually at a jujitsu seminar and has agreed to come join me. So unlike most of my other guests, Andrew is actually responsible for uh, this podcast. Andrew uh, had me on as a guest. He is a podcaster. He has a beautiful high-end uh, home construction business that he runs that's done quite well for him and he thoroughly gets to enjoy uh, just giving his best to his customers and his clients and uh, the people he works with. But uh, he asked me an interesting question and was like, why don't you have a podcast? And I was like, ah, I'm never going to do that. And here we are. So full circle, <laughs> I am super excited to have you on, Andrew. So thank you for being here. Well, th yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you did this. I'm, I'm glad I did this too. And it's been, it's been really great and pretty excited to uh, I'm excited. just be able to enjoy this. Time. I'm, yeah. I'm excited as well. I like to, um, like when, when we met, uh, you, you gave me your energy. I don't know what it was about you, but you know, I definitely I wanted to sit down and meet you and talk and just what is what are you about? <laughs> um, and then after I learned about you, I was like, you should have a podcast. Like more, <laughs> more people should more people should benefit from the experience of you know conversing with you. You know, I I think that you know a lot of people can benefit to listening to a conversation. I think the people that you probably sit down with probably get a lot of benefit from speaking with you. Um, no, so cool. I think that, you know, in just listening to the podcast you've already done, I'm, I'm sure mm -hmm. it's going to go very far. I appreciate that. And it really, it really means a lot. So yeah, thanks. And thanks for letting me uh, just have you on. I know you're somebody who uh, is very similar to the way I approach people and just like, hey, let's have a conversation. And you brought up something that I thought was super interesting when um, I got to sit down and chat with you on yours. It was like, you know, most people you approach and you're like, I'd like to talk to this person. If I was like, hey, do you want to have a cup of coffee with me? They'd be like, no. Yeah. And then if you're like, do That's... you want to be on my podcast? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, my, my podcast came about, there was, there was a lot of different, a lot of different reasons we started the mm -hmm. podcast. Um, originally, like my, my business partner was a part of the podcast podcast and uh you know over the course of time with like time commitments and just just it, it it's hard to you know it was hard for both of us to keep up with it um but gilmar our producer and myself um you know I've, I've kept up with it over time and we've learned a lot and one of the things i learned was in networking with people and approaching people um they're 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 be, before the podcast, it was it was a little bit harder. And then once we had the podcast, even in the beginning when we only had like ten episodes, you'd go up to people and you'd be like, "Hey, I, you know, we have this podcast. Like, you know, can you come to our office after work on Thursday afternoon and you know, come just bullshit with us?" And people would be like, "Yeah, yeah." And you'd be like, 
what like, you, that was really that was yeah, easy yeah that was so easy i've been finding the same thing it's really cool and, and i guess i say I, should, I find the same thing of um i generally talk to people everywhere i go and everybody who knows me is like oh yeah she'll, she'll be talking to some random person and <laughs> yeah. they'll be best friends in 20 minutes that's just how it goes your but, podcast uh, yeah. your podcast makes sense to me um i used to do a lot of traveling mm-hmm. um in this i mean obviously like with corona everything things slowed down and mm-hmm. i'll probably get back to that you know, with, within the next year or so. Mm-hmm. And it was such a cool experience because, like, the type of travel that we would get into would be, you know, not what everybody else would want to do. It would be yeah. Morocco or <laughs> Albania. Like, going places and getting in, involved with the people and, mm-hmm. and doing places where it's like, hey, there's no tourism here. Mm-hmm. And we'd be like, perfect. Like, where's right. the nicest? Where's your, where do you go to eat? Like, yeah. And you meet these people and you're like, wow, like, I wonder what what these people are about Mm -hmm. and you have the great opportunity of like actually you know kind of living that life full time now so I was like damn it'd be so cool to kind of just see who you brush shoulders with Mm. on the road like just just see who these people are yeah um there's a lot of really cool people out there that the world will never hear from them yeah I agree you'll never hear the story I agree and so in that vein and your inspiration for getting this and pushing me a little bit to get this going i do i do think there's people out there that the world just may never hear from and maybe never hear from specifically or in depth about you know how they've seen things how they've experienced things and and what view they have of the world so i'm excited to have you on and i go through a list of questions with my guests oh boy so (laughs) we're gonna um we're gonna just go through these they're all designed at just getting to hear who you are, how you've experienced things, okay. how you view life, and what's impacted you. So there's no wrong answers. Let's not, it's hopefully you. we don't let the people down. No, we can't <laughs> let the people down. It's it's a it's you and it's your life, and I'm really excited to be able to share a part of that with everybody. So we jump right into it. So the first one is, who do you define yourself as? Mm. This is a, this is definitely a tough a tougher question. Um, I wish I thought to prepare for this more, I guess, because I definitely have heard this com- this question before. Um, I would say, well, I'm 33 years old, mm-hmm. and who, who I thought I was 10 years ago, and who I thought I was five years ago, and who I thought I was a year ago, um, it's always changed. Mm-hmm. It cha- it, I've learned that things... Um, can change very quickly for good or for bad. Like they just change. It's nothing you can stop. Um, so I guess I define myself as, you know, someone that's extremely adaptable. Um, I don't, I don't like to wait around for things to come to me. I like to, you know, I like to think of myself as, you know, a go-getter for lack of like a cooler way to say that yeah, uh, they need to come up with a better word for that yeah it's just <laughs> i don't know we'll, no, we'll call it like a, a dream warrior I like that. you know what i'm saying make it a little bit more intense <laughs> um i've for a long time just kind of held the idea that you know why why can't i hmm. why and, and sometimes that's interpreted as me you know, arrogant or overly confident, which, you know, could be interpreted as arrogance mm-hmm. or foolish because you're not looking at maybe the negatives that everybody else are seeing. Like, so I've also learned to like kind of just 
you know, just be my own person in that sense where it's like, hey, look, like if you're going to be, you know, a dream warrior, <laughs> um, I'm keeping that I'm now. Not it's that my, phrase. It's That's mine. Andrew's now. <laughs> um, Trademark. You, uh, you have to be okay with the noise kind mm-hmm. of a deal. So I guess I'm, I define myself as, you know, adaptable and someone, you know, that, that pursues what they want. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. A dream warrior. Yeah, did I do I I feel like I think that 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 was okay. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's great. (laughs) And I think that's something that from what I do know of you is very it's very on brand for you. Yeah. I have a hard time quite quite recently, like with uh, like our our media, you know, entity, for instance, like sometimes I go after things and it's not always like the best Mm -hmm. for either our company. Or for myself, mm-hmm. or you know, maybe I'm going out it the wrong way. I, mm-hmm. I'm attacking the right thing. Um, so I guess one thing that if we had to do this a year from now, I would want to say that um, I'm more open-minded across mm-hmm. the board because I tend to be, you know, when you're pursuing things and you, you've learned to kind of like, hey, I, you can't listen to the noise or the people's mm-hmm. inputs. Um, you you have to kind of like you go too far with it, or at least I did. And you have to take a step back and be like, okay, you have to silence everything out. But like some of this, you kind of have to let in and, and know when to let it in or know when to look for people's input um, or people's feedback on what you're doing. Because, you know, when you're a dream warrior, sometimes you have the best intentions in mind. Um, but y- out, yeah. yeah, but you where you're not focusing on the downsides. Like I, I look at risk and things a lot differently than other people do hmm. um, for a lot of different reasons. And, you know, I b- firmly believe that like once I put my mind to something or once I get my heart set on, you know, having a certain skill set or accomplishment or whatever, it's like, well, as long as I work hard, it, it's not a matter of like if I can do it, just when. And, yeah. you know. I've learned, especially in this past year, that like not everybody shares those same feelings. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's very difficult sometimes to navigate with such like. A, I never saw myself as an optimist, but I guess I like I really am like just like truly optimistic. Like because like I, I believe like hey look like we have the information we need. Like there's no reason not to be optimistic. So you know. I, I agree with that completely. It is funny. It's like you're saying. You wouldn't fully describe yourself as an optimist, but as I'm you look at not it, an you go, wait a minute, yeah. I, I'm acting that way though. I'm living that out. And it's like, it is, it's the way you choose to see um, the time that you have and the way that you choose to see yeah, what's been given to you. Yeah, there's, there's a danger. There, I see a real danger in being an idealist, hmm. but I see like a real enjoyment in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess... I don't know if it was with any real intention um, because I'm not always like the happiest person all the time. I'm not always like great to be around. Um, I carry a lot of stress. Like there there are aspects to my life that are just not that great. But it's like, why can't I be a realist but then like kind of like choose a path of like conscious realism where it's like hey like this is this is what it is like these are the this is the situation this is as good as it's going to get like what can we do from here Hmm. whereas like idealists or like if i were an idealist like i don't think i would have gone as far as i have or maybe had triumphs where i needed them because i'd be like oh you know it's going to work out it's like no you got to 
you got to make it work out sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I've learned a lot of times that's how it is. Like you kind of have to like have intention behind it and, you know, make the ideal world for yourself. Yeah. There's something I think I personally, I find very grounding and settling and peaceful about knowing that like, like you're saying, I can put work into this and I can succeed if I put the effort out instead of saying like, well, hopefully, or maybe it's like, yeah, I realize that if I put this work in, I will get there. And yeah, there's a control aspect that you get to like take control of your life in that sense. He, it, it really does. It, you know, it's funny you say it, it really does come down to control. Um, people like to feel that control. I, I, I don't, I don't know if there's anything you can say to people or teach people or do anything, um, especially like at like my age. I think it's something you kind of have to yes, like. Because you are so old. You well, you just like no, you kind of people get settled. Like you <laughs> yeah, see people are settled, like you're yeah, we're around the yeah. same age. You people yeah. get settled, mm-hmm. and they're like they don't change from there. So, right, yeah. um, I feel very lucky mm-hmm. that I kind of like had this had this view point. It, it, it's kind of been beaten out of me. <laughs> You know, like it's been exhausted out of me Hmm. where like some people may have gotten held up or, you know, just got stuck in life. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I made it through, I got through and, you know, I, I did that enough times that I put it together. I was like, uh, like, I, you know, I can do this. Like I'm doing this. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, look where I was and look where I am now. Like this was, I decided these things. Um, and that. That's something that I wish was taught to kids. I think that, I think it's something that would be easily taught to kids. Where the way, I mean, I don't have kids, but you know, I was a kid. (laughs) We all grew up in the school system and and just the mentality that, you know, goes about. It's not, we're we're taught to kind of like band-aid these emotions. Mm. Where it's like, like. For instance, I was having a conversation yesterday with uh, a young lady who owns a business, um, successful business tutoring. Um, and one, like one of the things is like, like you, you approach the, her children and you're like, yeah, yeah, you are bad at math, but you can get better. Mm. And, you know, the, the schooling that I had and the different philosophies that like I grew up around where it was just like a lot of times like it wasn't like it was like, oh, you, you did bad on that. Whatever. It's like. It's it, yeah, it's like blow it off or it's okay. You know, it's not that big a deal. You'll feel better tomorrow. Like it's all like meant to make you feel good as opposed to being like, hey, honest with mm-hmm. yourself. Like just like, hey, you, you need to do better next time. The reason you feel like not that great right now is because you should mm-hmm. feel not that great. And, you know. Yeah. So Andrew, uh, a realist appreciates idealism to a degree. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, but um, I definitely live live in a realistic mindset. Yeah. I guess I like that. That's Adaptable realist, Adaptable dream warrior, realist dream warrior. <laughs> there, I think we'll get that on a t shirt for you. <laughs> It'll sell. <laughs> that's awesome. Next one's a little easier. Uh, what is your favorite food? Oh damn! So favorite food. I was a huge Chinese food guy up until recently. I think I've just like exhausted my Chinese, like Chinese <laughs> food. I just like, I did it too much, too much Chinese food. But right now I'm currently, I'm big on, um, I don't know if this is considered food, but I really like uh, Trader Joe's dark chocolate peanut butter cups. That's like the little ones. Yeah. yeah, why not? Um, 
I don't know if they like how long they would sustain me. So I would go with um, some some pho or pho, okay. depending upon where you hail from. Okay. So nice, you know, nice I, good broth with some noodles. Simple guy. Some noodles and some Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah, chocolate. and so finish, wrap it up with some dark chocolate. <laughs> they have to be from Trader Joe's though. The the Reese's cups. Uh, don't don't sleep on Trader Joe's Reese's cups. Like okay. you gotta get go go try some of those. All right, there's a there's a plug for Trader Joe's <laughs> specifically their peanut butter. Yeah, cups. I kind of expect you know a little bit of paying payment going to this podcast. Oh, definitely. For, yeah, for we'll, the shout out. We'll, like, <laughs> these kinds of endorsements aren't cheap. I think you're uh, you're officially you'll be like episode fourteen or fifteen depending on when this airs. <laughs> okay, so, cool. Yeah, we definitely have Trader Joe's. Yeah, sponsored by episode sure. fifteen. Let's go. <laughs> Hmm. Are you uh, are you reading anything right now? Uh, yeah, I I read a lot actually. Um, it's something that I've like gone on and off with. It's something that I, I intend on keeping now forever. My habit of reading. So I just finished uh, San Francisco. Okay. Um, it's a book about. Um, it's literally about how progressive policy like ruins cities. Oh, wow. Written by a progressive. Okay. So it was one of those books. We actually did a podcast on it because I, I text Gilmore. I was like, I'm reading this book. I'm going to be done. Like, I cruise through books. Mm-hmm. Um, I read this book really fast. So I was like, and when that happens, I'm like, I'm into this. Mm-hmm. And when I put that book down, I'm reading two books right now. I'm reading The Grid, which is about our, like, electrical grid system. Okay. Oh yeah. my God, that's is how... that bad news? That's I had no idea. I had no idea how. It, it's not good, people. It's not. It's not good. If you're listening to this, I don't know what to tell you. Like, get solar panels because we're we're on we're on a shoestring budget here, I guess, in America. We're it's bad. And then uh, I'm also reading. Weirdly enough, I picked up. A, I'm a big Amazon book guy. Not Amazon books, but like mm-hmm. I'll just be on Amazon. They'll be like, hey, you might like this book. I'll be like, yes, I do. Um, so I got a book called, um, it's something happiness. It's like uh, the pers- something, the simple pursuits of happiness or something. And it's just a, it's, just, it's, it's written by a psychologist. And I'm, I just put that other book down and I'm reading these two books. So I'm pretty early into this book, but it seems to be about um, so far about how when you say like when say like oh how are you doing right now you're like oh i'm happy it's like well like you're not actually happy because like the aspects of that like you're associating them with a different memory that you might not actually recall correctly so when you're like saying your aspect of happiness like you're comparing it to something that you don't actually remember Hmm. so like when you're saying things like how like you respond and put that out there like defining what happiness like actually is like and then like i guess perceivably like i help you live a happier life i guess i don't know it seems like seems we're going into it with an open mind we'll report back all right can't wait to hear about that (laughs) i was like slowly making it a goal to like which i still kind of am is trying to like read all the book recommendations that all my guests are giving me Mm. i am not a very fast reader um, yeah. Just because I don't sit still well most of the time, so I'm I'm still playing catch up. But I, I think I might the f- add the fast reading thing is kind of, of like something I picked up, uh, like in my when I was in college the first time, I took 
took like this class and somebody in that class was this Asian, I think he was Chinese mm -hmm. and he was like actually Chinese. Like he had a Chinese cell phone and everything. And this kid was super smart and I was always asking him questions and he, he just looked like he was fake reading one day. And I was like, dude, cut the bullshit, dude. I'm like, what's up with this technique of reading? And like, he, he opened me up to this like whole technique of reading. Like he didn't teach it to me, but like he gave me like the resources to go and like look it up on my own. And like over the years, like I got better and better at like, like you, you get better at running, like you get better at these things, but like nobody ever practices how to read. Mm. And there's actually like a, a way to read that you can like drastically improve like your retention as well. It's not just about the speed. It's like sometimes you read, like sometimes I read books slow because it's like the information's really thick and it doesn't work. But like there's, it's a whole thing. Go look into it. But All right, I'm it's, gonna look that up. It'll save you a lot of time. You'll appreciate it. All right, I'll say like I haven't steered you wrong yet. No, not yet. <laughs> so it's true. you're batting a thousand, so that's good. Yeah, I would say um, most of the time, a lot depending on what I'm reading, I'm either. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a slow reader. It's more just like I don't always pull the choose to spend my time that way. Uh, okay. So I think that's probably more what it is. But when yeah, do you, when do you read? Like, so, do you set time aside? No, I carry a book around with me when I'm, like, so if, <laughs> this sounds weird. If I'm, like, home and I'm not working or not doing anything, I will carry a book around with my phone, mm. basically. And if I sit down and I'm not getting on my phone with intention, then I'll open that book up. Okay. So that's kind of that's how I, like. That's a little life hack. It's my, that's my, that's how I get to read a book. Because otherwise, I mean, if I'm, like, on a plane I or the beach, I, um. I, I usually travel with a book and this is like a, a running joke with other friends of mine that are like big travels that travelers that we like we always carry a book but we always end up talking to people so we never you actually read, read it yeah uh, <laughs> so we just like carry this really large impractical thing with you everywhere you go you're like, just like a little paperweight yeah. yeah. like i can pack for two weeks in another country in a carry-on um and this book is taking up space and i'm probably not even going to read it so you know there's that's that. I will grow in that <laughs> the uh, habit of reading I I read in the mornings when I wake up if mm -hmm. I don't do it then it doesn't get done yeah I do read like um more like devotional and journal and do have like a morning like set time mm. that I spend every morning oh yeah it's there's no like, leisure yeah. leisure reading in my life yeah. I'm not gonna lie to anybody here yeah. like if it's it's you're reading, reading a book it's about reading time the grid. in the morning and yeah. then that's it i'm out yeah you're reading a book about the grid <laughs> I, I can't say i'm gonna pick that one up if i'm being completely honest yeah just trust honestly you to... you're just gonna be stressed out that's fine <laughs> <laughs> we're okay with that uh what would you say is your greatest fear Ooh. um hmm uh i don't i guess failing I don't, I don't necessarily think I have, like, a particular fear in the sense of, like, I'm, I'm scared of, you know, drowning in a boat accident or something like that. I don't really, I don't really have anything like that. Um, but definitely failing. Um, I think it's probably an unhealthy fear at, at certain times just because that fear of failing is probably a large motivator of, you know, the work ethic and like the energy I bring to the different projects that I get involved with. Mm -hmm. um, lo like losing or not, like not winning is just not an option. Can you define what winning looks like for you? Ah, uh, like we're not like talking overall. About okay, I would say we're not talking about like a race that you're like, I'm first. Yeah, no, winning is like, 
Win is winning is like kind of just like it's to me winning is like a flow state. Okay. It's like a state of existence. It's like you exist in like this area where it's like you you choose you're you're choosing and you're taking actions and you're you're taking direction and you're putting intention behind your actions with the ultimate goal of like coming out in the best possible scenario. So I think I, I approach that pretty aggressively um, or have at least like within our company um, not always like to the, to a healthy degree I guess like there's time, been times in the past where I'm just like look like we are a pirate ship and we are boarding every vessel in this harbor and no one is left behind like we are taking all scout like we're just going to go around taking everybody's ship and it's going to be all ours when we're done like there's been times where like I've gotten upset or like think like and I'll just like like come into the off like and I'm just like look like we are rallying everybody we're meeting over here like we're getting this done we're overcoming this obstacle like there is no cho like this isn't waiting until tomorrow mm. like this is happening now mm -hmm. and sometimes people aren't about that mm. um so I think winning for me is just kind of like being being in a better place than I guess you were previously in whatever you know endeavor you're discussing I think winning is a, it, it's a very like it's a pretty cloudy i think you define idea. that it's really a, well in a sense i think a lot of people can often take that as like somehow over the past years it's turned into almost a negative when it's like oh like you have to win or you have to this and it's like winning something doesn't have to mean that you are obsessive in a negative way it doesn't have to mean that you are down on somebody else it can just mean that you're choosing to like you said be better than you were the day before and to yeah, work towards something yeah. for sure um i think something something that i had to learn um and i don't i don't know when i learned it or what it was like and i don't think i was a jealous person but um like you somebody else's success does not limit yours right and i think we as a as a country or as a culture or like what, whatever grouping or, you know, conversation you're talking about, like you're, we got, we got ourselves to a place where it's like, Oh, you're winning. Oh, that means these people over here can't. Mm -hmm. And that's a lie. Mm -hmm. That's an absolute lie in the sense of a football game. Yeah. I want my team to destroy the other team. <laughs> I don't want them to have any points. I want them to go home crying and think about how much harder they need to work this week. And I want to go home realizing that, like, we did everything we were supposed to do this week. Mm -hmm. Like, there, we have this, like, this need in our, in our society now to, like, apologize for winning. Mm -hmm. And there was nobody apologizing for winning 100 years ago, right? Winning, like, winning to me, you know, when you, when you get to a certain level, either financially or mentally or wherever, it's like, sometimes your winning looks like it's too much, Mm -hmm. for other people it's like that guy needs to stop where he's at and you know halt the winning mm -hmm. you know cancel all future winning he's gotten enough and to me that's that's foolish because you know a few hundred years ago we were, we were chasing our own food and losing meant starving to death mm -hmm. or losing meant like not everybody in your family ate that well or maybe not everybody made it through winter or like and we need to get back to the idea it's like hey like if you don't win like 
what do you what do you have like what it like are you doing your best are you like you're not doing your best you're not ultimately like that might you know consecutive wins equal something great Mm -hmm. but like consecutive losses what does that equal yeah you know what i'm saying like that's you know if you want to consistently lose all the time like okay Mm -hmm. come see me in a few years and tell me how you feel about yourself or tell me how your kids feel or tell me whoever you know that person is winning feels good and like people should feel good about it yeah i think that you bring up a a great point of there's yeah failure might be a fear but it is our fears are a really big motivator and often motivate us in a direction towards something really positive and really good yeah yeah take take the negative with the bat or take the negative and make it you know into something better yeah Yeah, the lemons i was trying to do something (laughs) i was trying to do something fancy there i I lost it no you're good (laughs) drop the ball i'm sorry (laughs) you're fine (laughs) what would you say that you value the most uh oh that's an easy one i value time Hmm. um the most okay um i haven't always had like that's another thing i haven't always had like a healthy relationship with Hmm. um I'm like obsessive about my time. Like don't you don't waste my time. I don't waste my time. Like I don't waste other people's time. Like if I'm doing something with you, it's because There's like that's how I chose yeah. to spend my most valuable mm-hmm. asset. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So like when people that's like with the podcast, like I'm so appreciative when people come on our podcast because like they one we get to meet them, we have like this relationship afterwards that mm-hmm. You don't really, you don't really get to know, or you don't really get from someone unless you like sit down and get to know them. Um, and then like that person took time out of their probably busy life to like sit down and, you know, hang out with us. So like, it's like what, there's a million things you could, uh, you could be doing, especially like somebody that's like extremely successful. Like we've, we've had a couple people on the podcast that took a while to get them on and there's there's people that we're still talking about getting on the podcast that they're like yeah we'll come on like when we're done conquering the world too so like and i'm like i get it like (laughs) see you out there um so it's i think time people maybe if if there was any sort of like ideal or philosophy or something that i was about that i would like love to force down people's throats it's winning Mm -hmm. and like just your relationship with time like we don't, you don't know how much you have mm-hmm. and you don't have enough of it. Yeah. You don't have an unlimited supply. So it's constantly, you're constantly dealing with like something where, and my, and my unhealthy, I guess I'll step back. Like my unhealthy relationship with time came where I always felt like I needed to be somewhere else. Hmm. Um, like where I was, like, like young 20s, I'd be like, oh, I'm working so hard. Like, why is my business not doing Like, why am I not a bajillionaire yet? Like, why don't I have like tens of millions of dollars? Like, I'm 22 years old. I'm working so hard. I should be, a, I should be successful already. Um, and like, there was times where I like got, I, you know, you, you hit little roadblocks and you're like, oh, like, what did I just spend all my time on? Like, am I doing it right? I haven't made it yet. Um, but if you, if you spend enough time reflecting, I guess, or like you're, you're confident in your mission or your, like whatever you're working on, eventually it does pan out. And that, th- that time, you know, that was invested, you know, comes back to you in, it, it never comes back as more time mm-hmm. and it never comes back as like 
you get to go like you never get to relive any of it Mm -hmm. but you have to choose like hey do i spend my time and write the check and never get this back the like it's times the money you never getting back Mm -hmm. and like if i write this check will i get what i'm paying for like if you if you go and you buy like an appliance and you yeah, go and like buy something it's and it's it, like yeah. oh this is a piece of shit I did not get what I'm paying for or I'm paying for mm-hmm. but imagine like using your time and then being like I did not get what I'm paying for but mm-hmm. using ten years mm-hmm. right so like that's why I've always been a bit of a nutcase when people are like when you're in your younger twenties not everybody is on a mission yet or has like found their their path or calling and some people even don't forever yeah but. Like, I kind of always knew, it wasn't always very direct, but I always knew what I had to do. Mm-hmm. And that came with just, like, an intense work ethic. And I've, like, burned bridges. I've lost friends. I've, you know, just because I was, like, this is, like, I only had this set of time, and I need to do this with it. And that means forfeiting something else. Something else. Yeah, we can't have everything. Something has Which, to like, go. a lot of times is, like, meaningless conversations, meaningless mm-hmm. relationships, like where sometimes people see like me being cold or short it's just me being like hey no just to the point no yeah there's no my time debit card right now isn't getting swiped in your machine like Mm -hmm. it's just like i don't have the time for your bullshit kick like get out of here like i don't have time for this and people i think more people should do that like people should value their time and and be respectful of other people's time yeah not feeling like they owe it somewhere where it maybe doesn't yeah and i yeah, you also have to, like, you, there was times where, like, I thought my time was more important than other people's times. Mm-hmm. I'm still guilty of that, probably, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that's something that, I guess, like, unhealthy relationship with time, like, that I probably need to work on and can, mm-hmm. or be aware of. Um, so, if, you know, when you're starting to become a, a time person, <laughs> keep, keep in mind everybody's time, you know, is important. Yeah, everyone, everyone's time matters the same, but yeah. you get to choose what you do with yours. So. But you do get to choose. And how you spend it, for sure. Well, thank you for spending some of it here. Yeah, yeah. That. It's going to cost you. <laughs> it's going to cost me. It's okay. Well, it's worth it. <laughs> when was the last time you felt joy? Joy. Um... I guess what like what is joy like what like what like what do you what do you like how would you say that joy happiness um when was the last time there was a big old smile on your face oh geez so i have um i have the privilege of having a service dog so i have rambo with me Rambo. obviously not inside here because we're a quarantined (laughs) area no dogs allowed which Uh, i i get it my i I have a cousin who's like deathly allergic to dogs it's so bad like so when i came on your podcast rambo was in my lap basically and Mm. i love dogs Mm. i had them growing up but um somewhere over the last like years i developed an allergy so i can't have them in my house i couldn't imagine like i couldn't imagine i could not imagine like not like i that dude takes like a, a messy situation and it's just like i'm about to just destroy somebody mm-hmm. in verb like i'm about to be um the person i don't want to be mm-hmm. and then like you just see that little dude and you're just like oh man like i have zero problems <laughs> like i've got i've got this little like beautiful little golden retriever mm-hmm. and he's like ready to he's go so all cute. yeah he's, he's so chill he um he it's been such it's been such a ride with him like you you like the the like maintaining his training mm-hmm. um maintaining like 
my life with a dog around all the time because like mm-hmm. he, you know he is a great benefit to me but there there is a responsibility to like having you know some, something else that you. like literally follows me everywhere <laughs> I go like he literally like if I take him off the leash like he literally just like I'll he'll go every like it's just yeah and you like it, it's taught it's it's benefited me so much more than just like what the intention of like the benefit like just having like that like it, like we don't deserve dogs honestly like <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just having having that resource it's like i probably feel joy way more than i should or deserve to mm-hmm. because i have that little guy mm-hmm. so i definitely um i probably say you know when did i come in here <laughs> like, i've been in here like, <laughs> it's like when i had to leave my joy in the car yeah i left him in the car yeah he's, he's fine but yeah, yeah it's just uh it's been He's safe in the car. Oh for yeah, anybody he's, he's got like yes. he's got like a yeah. I've got a nice a nice truck and the whole back seats. He's got yeah. like this nice little like a you know, whole cave back there, and he just yeah. burrows his way in and you let him yeah. out. He's just ready no, to go. I, I do love him, and I do love pretty much all dogs. Um, yeah, and I have no self control, so if you bring a dog around <laughs> me, I, I will pet the dog. I just can't get it out of my couch. As you see. When when I first got him, I was. I was struggling with like, um, like people come up to you, like complete strangers come up and they're like, they, they try and pet him or they want to pet him. And I'm like, Hey, sorry. Like he's, he's working right now. Like, Mm -hmm. and most of the times people are receptive of that, but like sometimes they're not. And like, I'm already dealing with like my own, like emotional, you know, Mm -hmm. or psychological is deal. Like, and I'm just like, I'm going to explode on you. Like, what don't Mm -hmm. you understand about me having a golden retriever here? Like, and I said something to the trainer or one of like the trainers and she was like, well, like next time get an uglier dog. And I literally was like, all right, well, and then from then on, I was like, this is, this is what it is. Like, this is the life of Rambo. Like he's a little celebrity, like everywhere he goes, people just, you know, the grocery store, Home Depot, everybody's like waving at him and stuff. And he knows it too. He's so like yeah. aware of like, yeah, I'm awesome. Yeah. Everybody loves me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is like, like you said, he's a service dog, and so he's working. But, like, even in that, he's teaching you in that moment, too, that it's like, yeah, I'm working. But, like, yeah, yeah just, everybody wants to say hi to me, too. I'm not just yours. <laughs> yeah, he's made me um, he's made me slow down a lot, hmm. like, and taken that time to kind of be, like, like, whereas before I would just kind of, like, just, like, just shovel aside, like, whatever I was feeling or thinking about, um. Like, I had zero tools to, like, cope with any of that ever. Like, so it was just kind of, like, when I got him, it was, like, there was times in my day where I'd have to stop and be, like, okay, like, I have to walk you now. Or, like, (laughs) I have to. And now I'm, like, all right, dude, like, it's time to, like, go sit by this tree and watch you be an idiot for 20 minutes. And, like, I try not to use my phone during that time. I try and just kind of, like, just sit um, and just kind of, like, just lit myself kind of just, like, cool down a little bit because like yeah, you don't even re- you don't you don't realize like how much builds up if you're like completely unaware of it like you have like the stress of work or you're like maybe you have family bs or like whatever you're dealing with it's like you may like like especially for at least for me like i'm so focused on like winning or attacking like whatever the problems are or growing the business or you know finding that next great person to hire or whatever like my responsibility is at that time and it's like you just get so caught up in that that you don't you you absolutely cut out zero time for yourself to like 
reflect on you know how far you've come or maybe past traumas or how you dealt with the situation in that meeting yesterday like you don't and then you get rambo and it's just like oh, okay <laughs> it's like that's awesome it's golden retriever meditation i guess I, that's that should be a thing i'm yeah. glad i'm glad your joy gets to follow you around everywhere oh yeah he's he's <laughs> the best that's cool uh when was the last time you were afraid and why oof i don't know um i like so like this is like one of the things that like so like psychologically like i don't necessarily digest all like emotions or things the traditional way i guess you would say hmm. um and one of those one of the things that like i struggle with are um like risk fear like absence of fear rather um threats like different things like that like i just don't like i just don't consider it at all like it's mm -hmm. not me being like um like I, I don't want to sound like i'm coming off like i'm not scared of anything it's just not like um like i i weirdly like enjoy like like i don't i don't know it's kind of, kind of weird to answer that question because i don't necessarily like like I appreciate fear, I guess. Like mm -hmm. I, I understand what fear is, mm -hmm. but it's like I don't know if that, like I've experienced mm. it when I think yeah. of like what fear is, and, like the way people describe it and stuff like that. Um, it's not, it's not exactly something that like I guess. And there's been times where I've been like afraid. Mm -hmm. I guess like there's been times where I've been like like if you scared me in the hall like I can get scared, <laughs> yeah. um, but like I guess I've just and I don't know if it's just like the way I'm wired or you know we're all figuring that out um, the way I'm wired or maybe it was like partially that mixed with like how I grew up like there's just not like fear isn't really in like wasn't really ever like given to us like mm. um, and us meaning like me and I guess my brother like mm. who um it's just not like we resonate more with like okay yeah that that's the fear right there but this is like just past the fear is like you feel like you've always had this perspective of seeing yeah, beyond just, it to not be frozen in it yeah like it's just not something that like I've ever stopped to be like oh my god mm. like I've never been frozen in that to stop to like really reflect on being afraid like there's things I'm scared of happening yeah like I'm scared of something, you know, happening to my wife or, you know, to Rambo or to that stuff. But fear to me is kind of just like, I guess if I had to chalk it up to anything, it's just like in, it's a wasted emotion in, in my opinion. Yeah. Like it's, it's not something that like I, I'm taking lightly. It's just something that like, okay, I could, I could stand here and be afraid of this, I guess, or I could focus on you know all this other stuff and i'm you know um guilt i'm i'm the, probably one of the most like objective like direct like type people ever so it's like really hard for me not to look at things like with like out it's like data and like it automatically yeah. goes into an analysis like and then it's like okay we don't need to be afraid of this because of this this and that so it's just like it's I wish really, I had a better answer because no, like, that's like it's a really practical way and I, I don't necessarily disagree with you I think oftentimes our fears in those situations like it's different like being afraid like that it's different than 
something we fear, like you mentioned earlier, uh, like whether that's failure or what that looks like and how that motivates you. Um, but just moments where we sit there and be like, I am irrationally afraid. Yeah. And I'm worried about this happening. Like I, we can sit there and we can say, okay, this is why I shouldn't be, but we don't always often, uh, have the ability to do that. So I think that's, that's a really huge asset and skill that you have. And I don't think it's something you should be worried that you don't answer similarly to other people. I think <laughs> yeah. it's something you should appreciate and press into, yeah, press into. It's, there it's has, cool. There has been times just, um, with like the amount of stress in my, like there has been times where I've like, I've like not collapsed, I guess. Cause like when I think of collapse, I just think of like, just like a old lady falling and be like, Oh no, and I can't get up like the, sorry, mm-hmm. that's my brother. And it You're goes good. through no matter what. Yeah. Um, it's just like, I, I don't know. It's just kind of like what, what fear like i'm definitely afraid of failing i'm definitely like i fear that but Mm -hmm. like fear itself is like that's like i mean do you think of fear as like a thing or like a energy like how do you how do you define fear i would say that i could similarly like in that not in something that i fear potentially happening but something that like makes me afraid i would define it as like for me an irrational moment where i'm i'm unable to break down like okay like whether it's like heights or things like that but then there's also moments where i've been afraid of like oh my gosh this is a really difficult situation mm-hmm. i have no ability not that i need to be in control but i am clearly not in control of this situation i'm talking like whether that's you know a car accident or something and just waiting on an outcome and fearing how that can go knowing that you just have to wait on that but then yeah not being in control yeah but then as you talk about it too just breaking that down saying like okay like yeah it could be it could be fear of like you saying like something happening to your wife or to rambo or or things like that so it's just it's such a it's such a human thing to it's it's, yeah it's definitely a part of us um i look at it it's it's very irrational Mm -hmm. no Um, for sure so i don't like i'm very rational person like to a fault so it's like when i when i see people being afraid um or when i like i see fear like i I understand why people are afraid Mm -hmm. but sometimes i look at that and i'm like hey look like if you would just like and this is like a fault of mine like Mm -hmm. and this is something i just like i don't think i can actually even help um or at least i'm trying to it's just like i just like i'm just like hey look like what are you doing Mm -hmm. like what you're just sitting here just like trapped in this fear Mm -hmm. like maneuver like make make a decision and then see the results and then make another decision like you're never you're never complete until you're dead you're like not you're, stuck. you're not, not stuck over. like yeah. you can you can always like mount a position and just like you know take a stance take a fight like i've definitely i like like i was saying about like collapsing like there's been times like i'm not gonna lie like where i've like completely crushed myself mm-hmm. like where it's just like look like i need to get help right now because like i'm so stressed i'm so you know disappointed with outcome i'm Mm -hmm. so like exhausted from trying that like i'm now just like Mm -hmm. just like a like useless Mm. like and there's been times where i've done that to myself so like i'm very i'm very aware that like i mean i could do it again i'm never saying it's not going to happen again um but like i'm very aware now of like and I fucking hate saying this. Sorry for the language if you have any moms <laughs> okay. listening and grandmothers. But like 
the work-life balance, like one that doesn't exist. So like the work-life balance, like stop using that. Mm -hmm. But like just 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 say balance. Mm. Like work-life balance, like it's bullshit. Like a few hundred years ago, like I was saying, we were chasing woolly mammoths and like hoping we got one <laughs> or everybody in our, our pack was dead. Like it was like, <laughs> and it was that extreme. Like the wild, like I I really love history books. So like when you, you read about the, you know, the Native Americans and this and that, like the like that that's a perfect example like native americans like we look back on like the native americans and how we wiped out the native americans but what we don't realize is like tribes of native americans were like wiping out other tribes of native americans mm -hmm. and then like we came up against the tribes that were still standing so like there were other tribes before those tribes killed those tribes so it's like yeah we what we took those tribes out and that sucks but like it's it was kill or be killed back then and i wish like like, I don't know if it was just because, like, you know, I just, like, was around a lot of, like, you got to do or die kind of thing. Mm. Um, but, like, I wish people brought more of that, like, conviction to what they were doing mm. with their time. Mm. Yeah, I guess, like, this came full circle kind of yeah. kind of nicely. Uh, yeah. I can say I planned that, but Good I job. didn't. But it's just, like. I'll run with it. <laughs> it just, you know, it, you, you, when, you're, when you're walking around. And I try or I've tried different ways or like I try and impart that energy on other people. Mm -hmm. um, most of the time it's not really received well. Maybe, maybe it's my delivery, mm -hmm. but like in, within our company, um, like that's something we like were like, we fly, like our company logo is like, was like created to like fit on a flag and it's like flown at our jobs. Like mm -hmm. we believe like we are the best at what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And, or we're well on our way or we're like we're the best because we want to be and every day we're striving for that mm -hmm. like it's just that mentality of do or die mm -hmm. like this this false sense of comfort and like relaxed air like like I, I don't I don't resonate with that like I wish I like there's times where I'm jealous of it where I'm like damn I wish I could just chill out <laughs> and just like relax like that person mm -hmm. but it's just like when I think about it, I'm like, no, that person's just so so vulnerable, mm. and maybe maybe that's what maybe that's where maybe that's what drives me. Maybe I am really afraid. Maybe I'm completely <laughs> fearful. Maybe I maybe I don't know what fear is because I am so fearful. Maybe that. Thank you for this session. <laughs> we just came out of this. You just saved me a whole bunch of money on therapy. Like, <laughs> maybe I'm the most afraid. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a. I think it's really cool that you're able to like have that self-chat there and just that's just like that's like that i exist in that and, and it's just like people yeah. sometimes like and that goes back to like the noise and people's like mm -hmm. and, and like that comes you know like just do what whatever makes you happy and who cares what they have mm -hmm. to say and like that's harder for a lot more it, it's harder for other people than it is for me because like i truly am just like yeah. like i don't respect those people's points of view normally like mm -hmm. there are people where like i really value their opinions and i and i seek them out mm -hmm. Um, but for the most part, when people offer their two cents, I'm just like, look at yourself. You're like, kidding me. You're yeah, going you have, you to have say... something to say about what I'm doing, but yeah. like you, and like, this is an extreme sentiment, but like a lot of what I do is like, my goal is to be harder to kill. <laughs> right. It sounds weird as shit. It sounds <laughs> you weird. You mean that in like a physical sense? In all senses, all right? Senses. Because think okay. about this, like Check. if you have, if you have more money in the bank, uh -huh. you can buy like medic medical things. So you're harder to kill okay right you read more books you know more things you're harder to kill mm -hmm. jujitsu mm -hmm. harder like it's yeah. not just like 
when I say that, everybody thinks like, oh, guns, violence, choking, yeah. killing, but it's not. It's like, do you want, like the life you want for yourself, like, mm -hmm. like what does that do for like your overall sustainability? Hmm. It's That's, a crazy idea, but like. This I love is, like, the way your mind thinks. I think it's super <laughs> awesome. I, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's awesome. I think we can forget so often that we're like, we look at people and, and there are like humanity is broken up into groups of like how we think. And there are like all these, you know, tests that people can take of personality types and figuring out like how, whether somebody views a situation this way or that way. Um, but those still don't, they don't hone in on every single human being. And that is like an overarching thing. And there are people that would sit there and say like, I don't get that. I don't think that way. I'm not going to start thinking that way. Yeah. And I don't want to take advice from you because I don't want to start doing what you're doing. And I think there's a lot of value in identifying and saying, I like the path I'm on. Always understanding that like, yeah, sure. I can always have growth. There can always be things I need to improve on. Um, but I generally am content and find, you know, peace in the way that I'm pursuing my life. And so I don't it's want to take advice. It's like from an overall else. existence. Yeah. It's like I, you know, I wake up, I do what I need to do. I, you know, mm -hmm. I work like I do my like my life chores or whatever. <laughs> like I read, journal, work mm -hmm. out, do like I'm doing all of these things. And you just like you take input from someone else and you're like, who are you? Like, yeah. you, like. Like I'm up here in the twelfth grade of self development, moving on to college, and you're like in kindergarten, held mm -hmm. back eight years. Mm -hmm. Like it's like you haven't worked on yourself a day in your life, and like mm -hmm. I, I'm my own worst critic. Mm -hmm. So it's like when I'm like it's like okay, you want to have something to say to me right now? Like you don't even want to hear the savage way I was just talking to myself in my brain. So like <laughs> you're not gonna do anything. Like your mild input right now is meaningless to me. And you and you say that not from I, I just want to clarify. Like you can say that from a place that almost can sound. It comes um, off arrogant. It and, comes off yeah. arrogant. It doesn't, but like I can see that people can take it that way. And you're not saying that like I can never take advice, criticism, or um, input you know, and or input is from people. So valuable. Yeah, you value it so deeply that you choose that where it's coming from. You want to know that that person is giving it from a place of expertise, education, value, care, um, and integrity. It's kind of like you're you're like. Not your social bank account, because that's mm -hmm. like, because you automatically, like that, like I don't like the whole social media thing, but like, <laughs> it's more like you're just like, your psychological or your, your, your inner bank account, like what are you worth inside? Mm -hmm. And like, for the longest time, like even as a young child, like I had the hardest time in school when would you would like, you would get a teacher and like, I would just be like, dude, you're worthless. Like, you, the way you are living your life, like, why should, like, I had a gym teacher, and this dude's dead, so I'm going to drop his name, Dr. Harris, <laughs> gym teacher in elementary school, and if anybody went to Rolling Hills Elementary School in Holland, PA, like, you know what I'm talking about. This guy had his doctorate in childhood, like, education, physical fitness. Hmm. He was morbidly obese. Hmm. So, like, you would, I would be, like, third grade and be, like, dude, why should I listen to you? We come here to learn how to get fit, and you can't do one pull-up, and you're going to, like, kind of, like, make a joke at me? Mm -hmm. Bro. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was just, like, the kid without, you know, maybe not necessarily had all the role models I needed. So, I'd be, like, hey, buddy, like, what would you just say to that kid over there? I want, I want you to lose a few pounds. And they'd be, like, all right, office. And I'd be, like, cool. I'll go to the office, and I'll explain to them how I told you the gym teacher to lose a few pounds and they'd be like you know what don't come back in my class the whole i'd be like all right fine mm -hmm. and like i always like i was so abrasive mm -hmm. 
like in how I dealt like even with like my own family like you'd be sitting around a dinner table at Thanksgiving and your uncle would be like oh yeah I had a hard time at work blah blah I'm like dude like come on dude you've had like like let's be real with each other here like don't don't like waste my time complaining about something like and I've learned over the years to just like take a backseat so and I learned like the final chapter of that through 2020 when you especially on social media people are just sounding off their opinions Mm -hmm. and they're very baseless Mm. and like i'm over here opinionated well read in history like capable of backing up my ideas i'm like i'm like oh i'm gonna get into some of these battles here and then it's like there's no there's no facebook olympic committee handing (laughs) out medals so i had to learn to just be like it's kind of like playing cards i guess and like if you don't play cards i'm sorry like you're you're beat on this analogy but like you you have a lot of people right now showing their hand mm-hmm. like they're showing their whole all of their cards they have mm-hmm. they keep nothing hidden mm-hmm. and like there's nothing wrong with that and you sh- you show me your hand but all i'm seeing is like weakness um uneducated in certain areas um your opinions are baseless. Like your opinions are someone else's opinions that are also baseless. Mm-hmm. So you're double, like you're just like, so you see these people like f- from their stance and I'm like, wow, like I'm having a really hard time like putting myself out there and getting into conversations with people because I'm finding myself just like so disappointed by like other people. Mm-hmm. It's like, where are the people that are like, where are, where are the people that want more for themselves? Like, and it's like, I'm very much like this, like, I guess, perceived negative, like, opinionated person. But it's like, I, I get so wrapped up in wanting more for other people that I get nasty. Hmm. So I'm like, dude, like, literally, like, you are not striving for a goddamn thing in your life. Dude, like, let's get together. Like, and I just get, like, there's no reason you, there's no one left behind. You get frustrated for the success, not just of yourself, but for others. Yeah, it's like, I think any, like, like, I see the potential Hmm. in people. And then I'm like, look, like, if you would just line up these three things, like, Hmm. I see what for yourself, what you, what you could put together. Like, I see what you can put together and you're just not doing it. There's just no action there. So, like, I've just learned, um, or I'm learning. I wouldn't say learned. I'm like <laughs> chapter one learning to just like, just um, kind of just like hear people's opinions and thoughts and things like that. And then mm-hmm. just kind of be like. Absorb it. Take absorb it, it and just not take it in such like a sense where I'm just like, I feel a personal need to like help them out of whatever. So like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, okay. Like I understand you more now mm-hmm. and that's where we'll leave it. Like mm-hmm. I don't like. And before it was just like, oh, like you showed me some of your cards. Like, let's see the whole deck. Mm. Like, and I'll, and I'll show you at the end how you lose the game. <laughs> it's like, and it just, at the end of the time, it just, it doesn't make me look good. It doesn't make me feel good. It, it doesn't speak to your heart because yeah. as you're talking about uh, this gym teacher, like, you're like, yeah, send me the office. Kick me out of this class because you're not going to talk to another student that way. Yeah. This wasn't a defense necessarily of just your own ego and your own pride. It was a defense of saying, don't speak to another human being. That yeah, way. and I can remember the girl. I won't. I won't drop her last name. Yeah, we'll let but her. But Lauren, <laughs> um, we were in this class, and like he said something, and like she, like there was people in the class that just weren't about gym class. Yeah. And like this one girl was just like I remember it was like fourth or fifth grade. It was probably mm-hmm. it was probably third grade. Cause that's I think the last time I had class with that girl. 
and he, he was just like saying something to her and like the way he said it was just like oh like you need to like be a gym person or whatever and i was just like so i kind of just threw a chop at him mm-hmm. and he didn't like that and then like later in that day in like that same period or whatever 45 minute class like mm-hmm. we were sitting there and like he was saying something and he was just like hey man man stop picking your nose and like the whole class turned and looked at me but like i wasn't picking my nose so i was like bro you just put a target on your back and then next opportunity i like remember it like clear as day i was like the next opportunity i got like probably the next class maybe one after i was patient i was like i'm gonna wait until you open up you're like you drop your shield and you put your sword out and i'm like here we go and um you know i think he stopped teaching due to like health complications when i was in like fifth or sixth grade and they brought this other dude in and this guy looked like tony hawk like his face actually he looked like tony hawk and he was XD1 soccer player and this guy was jacked and we were I was like fit like we now have a real athlete as our gym close and I'm about to graduate elementary school like <laughs> you did me dirty rolling hills like we can only play dodgeball so much like let's get some real games here competition yeah. so you have the gym class heroes like shout out to those guys but. <laughs> well it's full circle that's cool would you say that there is a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something oof uh, I would say there, there's an abundance. Mm-hmm. There's definitely an abundance of them. Um, one that stands out in particular. So I guess one, this, this one's a little bit interesting, I guess, um, in thinking about like, like how like I met my wife and you know how that all came together. I... I I had a really close friend that like I lived with in the city at the time that I met my wife and we were getting ready to like uh, do this flip house project and um, like he was purchasing the project and like I was you know gonna oversee like the renovation end of things and um, we hired like a general contractor things didn't go so well at a couple different points um, it was it was definitely it it was a little bit of a learning curve, but it was more, and I hate this, but it was bad luck. It was like, I, and it wasn't bad luck, because like, this is why I hate it. Like, I chose a bad general contractor. I, in the sense of like, it, it, everything checked out, it seemed good, but it just, it just turned out bad, and we didn't see it coming. And um, I remember I moved out of the city, back to the suburbs. Um, I was living at my mom's house for like a month or two trying to be like well do I you know buy a house in the city do we get a condo in you know Bucks County? like what do we do in here mm-hmm. um and my wife and I were dating at the time and she was getting ready to make the move out of the suburbs too and we were like just doing whatever and this one Saturday like I was going down to the this like project to like just like get some stuff done that needed to get like cleaned up and I was supposed to meet you know my partner and like best friend at you know, I guess at the time, and he, he, like, and this, and this plays into, like, my temper a little bit, like, he, like, we get there, and, like, a key piece of the equipment we were using, like, just broke right away, and, like, an air compressor, um, I had, like, it, like, I just lugged all this equipment into, the, like, a house in the city, like, it was just, like, wasn't going well, I was just, like, boiling up, I was losing my cool, like, my then-girlfriend, now-wife was there, and I was just being such an asshole. And she's like, well, what can I do to help? And I'm like, I, like, I, I can't do any of this without this compressor. And this, like, my, my wife, you know, weighs 110 pounds. She's like 5'10", 
four maybe i think <laughs> and so she's like all right give me give me your credit card and i'll take care of this she gets in an uber goes to home depot in like the city right down like gets a compressor lugs it to back into an uber like and like you've ever seen an air compressor mm -hmm. especially when it's still in the box like it's not you can't carry that yeah right so she, this fucking woman carries this <laughs> box and um like the, the, like you talk about like the moments where you know about somebody and like she comes back with this compressor and i see her lug this thing down the street because like the street's like it's an alley type street like so she like carried this thing like and I, and I came in and i was just like wow i am such an asshole to you and like i'm incredibly sorry about this like mm -hmm. i just saw like in just one instance like when like i just realized like in an utter instant i realized like this person is like all in mm -hmm. my corner mm -hmm. Right, completely in and on my corner. Like mm -hmm. I like this person has my back. Mm -hmm. Right. And my buddy who's like like I came down, like he still lived in the city. He was coming over to meet us to like help me do all this, right? Now it's like almost lunchtime. He's still nowhere to be seen. Mm -hmm. So I'm having this struggle, I'm trying to get all this shit done that like you need more than one person to kinda of technically mm -hmm. do. Yeah. Nowhere to be seen. Texting him, no response, nothing. And I'm like, now I'm getting more pissed off. Cause I'm like, here's this young like this person that like it's Saturday. Like she could be doing anything else in the whole city that she like. The, wor the world is her oyster, and she's like carrying my dumb compressor down the street to help me hopefully do this project to like like maybe you know help her. Like there there's nothing in it for her at this point. And like there was like apologies and stuff like that, but like those things really don't really mean anything to me. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm an unfortunate type of person that like once you betray me, it's just like it's it's. I can't perceive getting to a place where like I let that go. Mm. It's like I just can't forget about it. Like what am I supposed to do? Just not think about like so it's just kinda like and if you look at like I don't really talk to him that much anymore. Like I wish him well or whatever, but like I know where I am and I'm happy where I've grown from from that point. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And I can't say that like I don't know, but like I hope he, you know, has grown equally, but like I realized at that point that like you can't tie your growth to another person's mm -hmm. growth. Mm -hmm. Like your growth has to be separate from everyone else's. Mm -hmm. So like you can partner with people and you can like get together and collaborate or like have business partners and stuff, but like you have to be individuals first. And if like you're not a well together individual or you don't have like your core values set out or like that's why it's really important for businesses to set their core values when there's partners involved especially. Because like those, you know, one, two, three, I would say less than five, you know, singular words and emotions like will give you guys like the, the direction to like govern your business as individuals. Because mm -hmm. those are like the principles that you can fall back on when you guys yeah. have differing opinions. So like we had none of that. So like we differed in opinions. Like I don't know, like what he thought like maybe he just thought i was just going to do it for him or like i don't know or maybe he just wasn't feeling like working that day and didn't know how to tell me because i was a crazy person <laughs> like i don't know what happened but i knew at that point in time that like i've got to worry completely about myself mm. and then other people will benefit from me being selfish mm. so it's like being selfish like if you're not selfish with your time or your mm. or your intentions and stuff like that like you're wasting other people's time mm. 
because mm -hmm. I just wasted her time, like my wife's time, like carrying an air compressor all over a city and a, a project that didn't end up even fucking mattering. Mm -hmm. But you learned something. But I, yeah, I mean, you, you know, learned, you know yeah, what I'm yes, saying. Yes, no, totally. But like, yeah, that's crazy. It's like you, uh, you had a moment there that, that two people in your life showed you. They changed, they legitimately in one Saturday, the two people in my life switched positions. Hmm. And I realized it in the moment. Because, hmm. like, when you have your best friend, like, I, before that, I was, like, in, like, a, I was in a relationship for, like, nine years, going through your 20s. Like, I was friends with him, like, all through that. Like, I broke up with that girl, still living in the city, having a good time with your best friend. Like, boys, still we die kind of <laughs> stuff. Like, Saturdays for the boys. We're going to flip houses on Saturday, you know? Like, all that bro energy. And then you're just like, oh, wait, but, like, what is that, like? All that talk was real great, but when it came to putting rubber to the road, mm -hmm. there's only one person putting the rubber on it. Mm -hmm. So I learned that, you know, it, it's, you have people, like, you, you're governing people's, like, intentions, you're governing people's, you know, momentary fluxes of energy. Like, you know, you can tell me right now how you feel and truly mean it. Mm -hmm. And then, like, tomorrow we can meet and, like, you change your mind. So it's like I learned, like, did, did I was a very upset with him for a long time? I don't think I am anymore. Because, mm. um, like, where I am in life right now, it's just like, what, like why would I still be upset about that, I guess, yeah, at the same time? But, scary, like, yeah. it, it was important for me to acknowledge that, like, mm -hmm. that was going on. And be on it, like, not let someone, like, you know, take it. Like, you can't, you have to be strong to your, to your beliefs and everything. And, like, Absolutely. I think that... Uh, that was that was a, I guess that's my yeah. moment. No, for sure. Appreciate you sharing that, and that's I'm glad you've, and I'm sure you are for your wife too. But found the person that you guys are able to say like, I'm all in your corner. Yeah, it's that's cool. And I don't think like that feeling like when you find someone that's like really in your corner, like my wife is like the first part, like my first like female or like. Like, actually, like, female all over, mm. not necessarily just, like, girlfriend or wife or whatever, like, that I've felt, like, completely sure mm. that I was, like, look, like, we've got this. Mm -hmm. It's, like, I, like, I didn't, from a young age, like, that feeling for someone, like, I never looked for someone else to kind of, like, make me feel okay. Mm. It's, like, I, I, didn't, I didn't even really think that was, like, possible. That, I didn't even really think that was a thing. Yeah. Like, I was kind of just, like, you know, dealing with, like, dealing with whatever, you know, rush of emotions or thing I was dealing with at, like, that given time. I never really gave it any thought that, like, another individual could kind of, like, be like, hey, 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 mm -hmm. you need to, like, ground yourself back to this. Mm -hmm. Like, I kind of always thought, like, no one is going to do that for me. So it's, like, I'm just going to live a wild life. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to, like, just be this person that's just, like bouncing around and just like I'm gonna get after it I'm just gonna be myself and then like you get someone in your corner that's like honestly in your corner and like their feedback like resonates with you in a certain way and it allows you to kind of like make decisions or see things in a way and trust that information or perspective in a way that like you know you can't trust other people's perspectives like going back to like the noise like mm -hmm. All that shit is meaningless to me. But there are people that it's like when they speak, it's like you, listen. you have to listen. That's awesome. That's really cool.
What is something you are looking forward to? What am I looking forward to? Hmm. Um, I think, well, my brother's supposed to come home for you know, Christmas leave. So, like, that'll be for his, from... uh, for his job. He works um, for the military. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll just we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he travels a lot, and like we're really close. So I I love what he does, and I I love like like being being so close with someone, and then having them like pursue what they're meant for, mm-hmm. like their purpose, mm-hmm. is like such a privilege to have. Like, mm. um, so it's really great to like know like you're out. Like it's like yeah, you want them around all the time, but it's like also like. You, you have another person that you're really close to that's like out there winning mm. and it's like that feels good so like when you get to connect it's a little bit extra special um i guess i'm looking forward to um i don't know i'm not a big holiday guy <laughs> my favorite holiday is halloween so that already passed so i missed it <laughs> <laughs> next halloween um i'm looking forward to I don't know. Like, I just, like, I look for, I guess, Monday. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Monday. That's cool. It's just kind of like, I live a really cool life. Mm. It is challenging. It is, you know, not without its, like, difficulties, seen Mm. or unforeseen or whatever. But it's, um, like, I sometimes I feel like a pessimist because people are like, oh, well, you got cool coming up. And I'm like, I don't know, nothing really. But it's like, I just don't want to say everything. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's like, like, Yes. The short answer is dinner. (laughs) Always looking forward to the next meal. What is something you wish was over already? I wish there was in our country. I I wish the the knee jerk reaction to information would go away. Hmm. Um, A lot of times, almost all times in life, when something is chaotic or going out of control, or like we're picking up early information from situations. Um, it's almost always not that after the rest of the information comes out. So we're so quick to like jump on each other's backs and like attack each other with such a little bit of information. Yeah. It's like, what, I don't even know, I don't even know how to answer that question because there's Mm -hmm. so much like, there's so much to find worth changing, Mm -hmm. but there's so much I personally believe we live, I mean, data, like factually, we, li- we live in the most peaceful time on earth, hmm. right? Like, less people, like, like, what our idea of, like, the Middle Ages and everything like that is, like, the movies and things are nothing what it was like back then. Chivalry, are you kidding me? Like, being a knight in shining armor back then, like, knights in shining armor were the equivalent of, like, biker gangs today. <laughs> They were not going around, like, saving people most of the time. They were rolling around being like, who's got the money? All right, cool. You're safe for a few days. Mm. It's like, so I think right now, I guess, I, yeah, I guess, like, just the divide. Mm. I wish people would appreciate it. Mm. Like, let it just exist. Mm. Like, like, let the differences be there. Mm. And then, like, agree that they're there. Because, like, if you just acknowledge that there are differences, like, what do you... We're currently fighting on whether or not there should be differences in the world. Mm. Like, we want everything to be a singular society right now. Mm. And both, like, all angles are guilty of that. Right, left, 
north south like it doesn't matter like when you're pushing your ideals you have to realize like you you have to tolerate a separate side of ideals or it's just like yeah. it, like it doesn't it doesn't work ultimately like if one set of one set of ideals lives leads to um way more terrible things than two sets of ideals accept what's present yeah i'm just accept it mm-hmm. i like that what would you say makes you feel known and valued known and valued mm. i guess different different things i'm definitely known for just like my energy and just you know for good or for bad that like my look or approach to life is just that's probably what i'm most known for mm-hmm. um and then valued i i've my my responsibility like my responsibility is like leadership mm-hmm. of our company i i play a large role in leading you know our team and like all like you know everybody associated with that and setting that pace and that temp like that energy um the like I, we rely on on me to like prefer heavily to like use you know for that it's kind of hard to explain i guess like just the, the overall culture of our company you know like um it's kind of like expected that like i'm the one that like they like to use the word glue i think glue is weird in general like glue that word like a whole separate thing glue is just a weird word um so I, I guess i'm just like kind of like the the mortar the concrete that holds everything together like um my job's not the most important i think everybody's job collectively is the most important mm. i truly believe that i didn't always i when i was younger um I, there's times where i was like too into myself or my success or i got a little bit of a win and you know it got to me but now what like where i'm at professionally now and like what i have seen it taken what it's taken to get there um i realize that like everybody plays a role it's critical for everyone to know what role they play and how important that role is like you can be in one company your role could be the least important in the company but in our company your role is equally as important and you have to understand that like hey like you might not have the most glamorous aspect of what we're doing today but like, if you don't do what you're doing, he can't do what he's doing, which he can't do. Like, it all falls apart. So like, having everybody realize that they're part of a bigger picture, having everybody, you know, feel like they're appreciated, that makes me feel good. Hmm. Like when we get the teams together and like, you know, or like we host an event and like everybody's like having a good time and like, you know, we're appreciating the progress together. I'm like, that's when I know all my hard work Mm. is worth it like you've invested your time where it matters yeah i mean week to week it's 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 difficult sometimes not to let it get to you mm-hmm. and like let other people's you know comments or actions or personal goals or different things like bog you down because like there's there's weeks or times where like you know i sink every ounce of my energy into what we're doing or something Mm -hmm. and then somebody makes a comment that's just like it's like well does any like did anybody just like did we just completely overlook like all this work i just did Mm -hmm. are we not going to do this anymore like or like or we make a decision and i do a bunch of work and then it's like okay we're not going to do that anyway 
but it's like i've learned to be like the same with the media com- like mm-hmm. camera like video stuff's the perfect example it's like you can put a bunch of creative energy into something and then you have to walk away from it <laughs> all right so it's yeah. uh my creative energy comes out in like the the leading like leading people mm-hmm. and when i see people accomplishing their goals as individuals out of our goals as a company mm-hmm. i'm like yeah like that's the that's the best feeling in the world mm-hmm. like if one of my guys left and like pulled up to work and had like this brand new exotic car and like i'd be like good good for you like mm-hmm. you met your goals because like you came in here you played on this team you know we got everybody together met the goals and then you got to do what you need to do with mm-hmm. life that's awesome so I, I like to hire people that have really, really like big dreams for themselves. Because like if you don't have dream, like if you don't have something that like you're striving for or a hobby or it doesn't have to be like, I'm, I want to start a company too. Or it doesn't have yeah. to be like a capitalistic type thing or capo. What, did I say that? Did I, yeah, did no, I make no, something up? No, yeah. I felt like I sure. did there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like <laughs> yeah, if it doesn't, have to, have, it doesn't have to be a specific the, goal, but you like want them connect. to have a goal. Yeah, you want them to have a goal and say, like, I want you to want to be somewhere because then you're my kind of person. Then when yeah. I work with you, I know exactly my that point. we're, you we're said getting that so somewhere. Much no, no, you're good. You said, <laughs> yeah, you said that perfectly. I you have to have, like, you have to be a goal or, like, for me to just even be friends with you. Like, I just can't, like, what are we going to talk about if you don't have like if you're not passionate about what you're doing and you're not going after it like i'm just going to drown you out Mm -hmm. and then i'm going to look arrogant overly confident i'm going to feel like bad about myself because that's how you think about me now Mm -hmm. and like i'm going to you know take more of the conversation it's just like i want to be i want to be like surrounded by people who want more yeah 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 definitely no i think it's really healthy and helpful to always want to be inspired and inspiring others it's yeah i i neglect the inspiring hmm. others i think what do you mean by that um like i'm in a couple different like you know networking groups or facebook groups or different things and sometimes like like i'll see people and they're like they're asking questions or they're coming at it in their approach and i'm like this group is not for that hmm. and then i'm like well, I have the, I'm, think, I'm only thinking that because I already possess the resources or tools that you're probably asking for. So I'm like, you're asking something like everybody in this group already has. Like, you, like, and when in reality, like, and like this is something that I've literally just put together this year. And that's kind of like why we started doing like the blog on our company. And like we started doing all the YouTube videos for like learn to build. Like we're, we're literally like walking through like the projects. And like today we're, you know, it's you know 15 minute 10 minute videos of just like this is this thing or this is this Mm -hmm. thing because like we 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 operate at like what we consider like luxury high-end construction like quality like perfect Mm -hmm. like we try and strive for perfection and craft and like we undervalue like we're always so focused on like the problems and obstacles that we're overcoming that we forget that like we have such a wealth of knowledge that we could be imparting on other people (laughs) And then I, one day I was like, hey, we, we've got the cameras. Gilmar's here. Like, we should do this. And some people were like, oh, what, what benefit does that have for us? Mm. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, I get what you're saying. And I agree. But, like, if we give back, mm-hmm. 
like it'll come back to us it might not come like people might not be like paying us for the videos but like mm -hmm. don't you think that like sharing all that would like be good or positive and there was like yeah and then i'm like all right well we're doing it like <laughs> like yeah like so we're getting into out. it and like i yeah and that purely came about this year because i was like like when you just said that i was like i kind, I kind of felt bad i was like i don't really i don't know that i actively inspire anyone mm -hmm. i kind of like very selfishly am doing myself all the time um i worry about like my like my inner circle mm -hmm. but like there's a whole like i talk about like all this negative influence like people like and all that but like why can't there be an equal and opposite energy for like just positive information like maybe don't get into the political weeds like we'll talk about foundations <laughs> like and i learned that this year that's awesome so like that's a really valuable lesson and something that like if we if we learn something at some point in our life even if we ha learn it and we have five years left of our life and we choose to give back what we've learned in those five years like it will still benefit you're still leaving like a mark on the people around you and choosing to give something that says like yeah. i don't need to benefit directly you know monetarily from this but i know that my life is serving value and helping somebody else maybe get somewhere without all the struggle that it took me to get there yeah it's just i guess i was finding so many problems in the world and i was so good at that mm -hmm. like i'm a problem solver so i'm gonna find the problems um that i like forgot to appreciate like all the other ones that have been solved there's like I, yeah i literally just want like listen to that whoever's listening listen to that like i forgot to appreciate like i'm a problem solver yeah and so i look for problems because i can solve them but yeah i appreciate I, the ones that are already solved i'm learning to kind of like grow out of just like that state of mind i gotta shoot out of here in a minute but, no you're good yeah oh. for sure um got a zoom call at 2 p.m oh no worries yeah we have definitely um the zoom calls Ugh. <laughs> it's the world we live in there's so much that i usually chat through everybody with with all these questions and um i really appreciate you being so open and so thorough on I tried, that we I tried not to be closed off no. and benefit everybody. No, you're not. Yeah. yeah. And, and I really appreciate that. Like with any of this, it's, it's a portion of somebody's life. It's a piece of where you're at. It's not you as an, an entirety of a person. Mm. And so I really appreciate you just taking the time, your valuable time to share a portion of your I'm life. I'm more and than happy. I'm so happy you're doing this. And, you know, I can't wait for, you know, the, the other episodes. I've got a lot of enjoyment out of. <laughs> the ones i've listened to well, so thank far. you for tuning in for sure yeah. um, I, I can't be i didn't want to come on the show and be like yeah i'm coming on your show i've never listened to it so i started I don't expect anybody to do so like i'm asking you to give your yeah. time to sit and chat with me i can't expect you to give your time and also like this is a this is a passion project for me to like be able to share people that i've met and people that have impacted me and no i appreciate it that. looks like what it looks like um I would say, is there anything else you want others to know about you or what matters to you before we wrap up? Mm, no, I mean, I mean, if you want a custom home, I guess, uh, audaxrevival.com. <laughs> there um, you go. We'll link all your information for that, too. Yeah. You do beautiful work, for sure. Yeah, um, we really try. If I ever so need a house rebuilt other than the one I'm living in, which hopefully stays standing and we don't have to worry <laughs> yeah. about that. Good luck. <laughs> so far, we're good. It's been here for a couple for hundred years, but yeah. <laughs> right. um, now, Andrew, thank you so much. I no, really appreciate thank your you. time. So thanks for coming on.
Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from, I really enjoyed this, or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life, or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from, I really enjoyed this, or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life, or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.